Welcome to How to Change the World. This is a student-produced podcast, researched, written, recorded, and edited by Year 10 students at the McRobertson Girls High School, a public school in Melbourne. In their Year 10 Humanities How to Change the World elective, they were given free reign to choose the social issues they care about and explore how our Australian and global community addresses the challenges that face us. This podcast is entirely their work. This episode is about veganism. Enjoy. Hi, I'm Aiden. Today we're going to be talking about veganism. Do you guys want to introduce yourself? Sure. sure. I'm Arushi. I'm Doki. I'm Neja. And I'm Veronica. This episode is going to be a bit different in terms of structure. We've changed it up a bit to make the episode more engaging. So this is going to be similar to a debate style. Each one of us have prepared statements related to veganism. Each person will take turns reading out their statement. Those who agree with the statement will have a chance to have a dialogue together and then the others will join the conversation and add their views. We'll do this with each statement and the way we'll be and that way we'll be able to share and discuss differing views on this topic. So let's talk about it. Okay, so basically, a vegan is a person who does not eat or use animal products at all. So, the overall message of the vegan society and the definition is to seek an end to the use of animals by man for food, commodities, work, hunting, vivisection, and by all other uses involving exploitation of animal life by man. So basically, this would mean not wearing leather, not eating animal, animal products like milk, yogurt, so this is different from vegetarian. And basically, 2.5 million Australians have vegan diets. Many of the vegan activists are millennial women who are concerned for animal welfare. More food chains and restaurants are providing vegan foods, and the amount of people going vegan is said to increase in the next few years. So our first statement is, veganism is an inevitable practice we need to adopt in the near future. Um, so what are your opinions on this? I think that... It might happen because seeing as the state that our environment is in right now, it might be more sustainable to go vegan than continue our omnivorous diets. If, if done sustainably, I don't think you'd have to go vegan. Like, I understand we'd have to really, really limit. I feel like vegetarian is something that we might have to go in the new future. But vegan is not like something that we need we like we'll have to go because you can still like milk cows sustainably obviously it won't be the same because like think about it not every milk bottle in a store is going to be sold in a day and they'll just replace them with new ones and most of it is honestly just going to go to waste same with vegetables and meat i believe the main problem is red meats right because like cows eat so much they drink so much water and they're being mass produced there's like tons of cows and like the milk is being mass produced too because like they're like milking cows every day and it's not like a healthy practice for the cows either and that's why i believe if it comes to a time where 
that's like our go-to i believe veganism would be something that we would adopt because there's like nothing else well i feel like it would be good to adopt it in the near future and it is i feel like it's becoming more and more necessary because of climate change but lots of people will definitely disagree with it and you can't force like human rights if you say that you have to like adopt this thing um then there will be like outcry about infringement of human rights and everyone will be like protesting so i think it won't be something that's enforced it will be people are realizing that veganism is a good option and will start adopting it yeah that makes sense i just think that there are better and like easier ways to reach a sustainable future without having to change everyone's diets first because there are like way more polluting and unsustainable things in our world that we need to get rid of first also i think like seeing how people refuse to stay indoors and like simple things like that i believe it's it will be impossible to enforce anything in our world nowadays yeah. there'll definitely be people that don't want to be told what to do and will definitely like outrage against it Direct Action Everywhere is an animal rights activism organization based in America. Their tactics of activism involve open rescue, where they uh, go into farms and film the conditions there, um, or rather take animals off the farms as a form of rescue. And then mass protests, where they disrupt public spaces, but they are nonviolent. And then last of all, disruption of public events where they interrupt uh, big events in the public. So that being said, the statement for this is the actions and steps taken by Direct Action Everywhere are effective. Well, if we're talking about whether or not it was effective, do you know if anyone turned vegan because of them or... Like if farmers shut down, they just have like a negative image because of that, of their extremeness. Yeah, I think what they did was that they gave lots of vegans a negative image, and so in my opinion, I think they were very ineffective. Like there are better ways to advocate for veganism than just shoving it in people's faces. And if you do it that way, people are just gonna get mad at them and at veganism. And I guess. Like, they, they'll probably have, like, caused a lot of, um, like, they've, they've probably broken a lot of laws, like, trespassing and things like that. And how can you get something good out of, you know, breaking a bunch of rules? And, like, what kind of a message does that send out into society? Mm, yeah. And they weren't able to get their point across because instead of, getting public support they just started annoying them and people yeah. were mad at them and then like as well as that there are definitely vegan active like they're setting a bad name for all the other vegan activists out there who actually do right by like veganism 
like for example there are people on social media who are are taking a more calm approach and they um they go out in public and they have like public discussion and dialogue with people and they try to educate rather than be like your lifestyle is bad and mine is good so you should do what i do it's more like explaining why veganism should be uh something that's accepted and something that people should do anyone else but also i think that maybe like the vegans like the people in direct action everywhere thought that what they did was like necessary because of the circumstances so yeah yeah like i would say what they did was justified but i wouldn't say it was effective mm yeah i mean they got they did get attention though if attention was what they wanted i'd say they got it because people started talking about vegans more But, but it was negative attention though yeah it was so negative like, attention and like less people want to be negative vegan, attention is like steps back so yeah like these days you can't do anything without forcing it sometimes like you know what i mean like it's quite most people just don't care at this point so you need to like be really vocal about your thoughts and in this case they were obviously like it's kind of like back like negatively vocal but like sometimes it is necessary but like now they've painted themselves in a negative light it's really hard for them to get like positive you know yeah. and to get people to like, like the them media, it's so hard to turn around yeah, yeah whatever like good things that other vegans had like done through their you know um actually inspirational like talks and like um all of their other work they'd basically like taken to like one step forward two steps back you know Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to move on to our third statement? Okay, so basically um the media has a quite like bold and like like it's a very like limited image of vegans overall. So, do you guys think that the public image of veganism is over exaggerated by the media? Okay. I think the veganism is just like it's crazy exaggerated like at this point, I think what the media I don't think it's like all of the media's fault, but like I think what it has done is it's become more of a trend than a lifestyle. Like at first vegan I'm like it was meant to be like just like a really like sustainable lifestyle but now there's i guess like it's been more commercialized mm. and it's becoming like a far, like a trend more than like a, like a serious lifestyle and people are kind of just taking it as like a little challenge or like using it for purposes that it wasn't meant to be useful yeah true and also i think like another image that they've built is like oh all vegans and vegan activists are so extreme like um they'll take like one thing that they've done and then turn it into like this major headline like oh farmers yeah. sent death threats death threats by vegan activists and like they just generalize like all vegan activists into one you know yeah i don't think it's over exaggerated though cuz there's definitely people that like extremists that do that but then there's also mm. good vegans who advocate properly and it's you know painting them all in a bad light yeah 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 but i also think like 
the public image of the vegan lifestyle isn't that isn't taken that seriously by like the media because there's always jokes like people will stand outside in the sun and they'll be like oh photosynthesis veganism i love it or like they'll eat a piece of lettuce and they'll be like oh i'm vegan and i think that made people think like oh if you're vegan you just eat grass or something and and that's like the media image of the diet i honestly think like if people were to take veganism seriously then the image in the media like should be very good like ideally it would be very good because veganism is not that bad and like you see like a lot of celebrities are starting to do it now and like even like they will say they enjoy it as well and in like there's so many cool alternatives for vegans too like in like they use bamboo for like a lot of their appliances and stuff <laughs> like things and i find that really cool because like they found a really good really sustainable alternative to what whatever we're using but like we're not learning about that we're not we're not using it because like of the public yeah, image sure. like we hardly I ever hear any like good stuff about um vegans on uh, through the media yeah. they're usually just like portraying them as an evil kind of um group of people yeah but like i also think the over exaggeration has worked kind of well for the vegans because like they're getting a lot of exposure and although it is mixed like right now like before maybe like 10 years ago vegan food vegan like stuff that like it was unheard of like who even like no that it just didn't really exist but because of this overexposure a lot of businesses are really like i mean i guess their their justification is if we make vegan products we're gonna get way more money because veganism is like this massive thing now so i guess it's also worked in a better in a better way for them as well because a lot of companies are making vegan products vegan foods vegan clothes furniture whatever it's like fast food chains have like veggie burgers or like yeah vegan alternative to burgers and like like, oh yeah they have like plant-based meats now too yeah hungry jacks and like before that you would never see that at like a fast food restaurant no it's all beef all meat So the next statement, um, so we all know vegans don't eat any plant, I'm sorry, don't eat any meat-based or animal-produced produce. All their food is uh, vegetable and plant-based. So the statement is, I would go vegan or I am currently vegan. Okay, so I'm, this is going to be like, some people are going to disagree, but I personally would go vegan if I was allowed to. But because I don't live in my own living situation, I can't, I don't really have the option to. Same, because I remember last year I told my mom I wanted to, like, start going vegetarian. And my mom was like, oh, why would you do that? Oh, food is the best thing in life. Why would you, like, limit the things you're eating? And, like, when I started to be more aware of, like, how much meat I was eating and stuff, I realised that, like half of my diet includes meat and I like it would be really hard for me to go vegan because like all the food my mum cooks there's like meat in it there's cheese in it and like I don't think my parents would understand and they wouldn't like do their research to see what they can or cannot eat for this diet and like I think that's why I would but I can't go vegan I'm 
mean, there's a reason most millennials are vegans. Like, it's only it's only millennials, Gen Z. Like, who knew? Like, my parents, my grandparents, like, my grandma would literally, like, rage. She knew what vegan was. Like, literally, everything she cooks, it has cheese, milk, yeah. like, whatever. And on the statement before, where it's like, um, why would you, like, limit the things you eat? I think, um, a good take on veganism would be that it's not limiting the things that you eat. It's like opening yourself up to a whole new different range of things you can eat. Yeah, you're like expanding like your horizons on uh, like going out of the box and seeing what yeah. other options Because there's are. lots of unheard of like foods that like are things that mainly vegans eat because they've chosen to take on that lifestyle and that we're missing out on like, because, like I'm missing out on because I eat like the way I do. And, like, what you guys said, like, I went vegetarian, like, a year ago or something, and it is a lot harder because the rest of my family does still eat meat. And so, like, like you guys said, it's hard when you're not living on your own and you have to eat what they're eating too. It's kind of like you just eat whatever they're not eating without the meat. And, again, with, with vegan is another step, and it's just cutting out all animal produce, which is a lot harder yeah. again. But, yeah, but honestly, yeah. I would I would do it because – yeah, there's just like a lot of benefits, I would say. Like, especially like, from my point of view, there's a lot of benefits. Aiden, would you like to expand on the benefits? Yeah, sure. Uh, so it's like, it's just, um, I heard this phrase, which is like, it's good for the mind um, and body. So I think um, one, one thing that means is that good for the mind is like, it helps you rest easier. Like when you're vegan, I think it's a lot easier to consume like more whole foods because you're more aware of like what you're eating and so I think that helps you like more rest at ease and for your body I think veganism has a lot of benefits because with red meats and like generally just like animal produced foods they have more chances of giving you bad health like in the body and also oh uh, okay oh uh, um well I did a little research and like the human body is actually original originally no the human was originally made to be herbivores but because we started eating meat our bodies actually changed so we could be omnivorous but we're actually like we're actually meant to just eat like vegetables and stuff that's like how our body was made but we evolved you know what I'm saying yeah so, so now we require all the nutrients in meat yeah yeah, that's, yeah. that's that, the like, other point. We were originally made. That's the other point. Like, now that we've evolved to, like, have meat in our diets, do you think we could be, like, missing out on nutrients and other things if we were to go vegan? I. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There are, like, like iron. Yeah. There's so much stuff that, like, you lose when you go, like, vegetarian. The- Absolutely. And people with health issues, like, people who already have iron deficiency, if they weren't vegan... It'd be pretty yeah. messy. Yeah, like okay. my mom, she has an iron deficiency and um, we don't really eat beef because that's not in our religion and stuff. So we don't have beef. But then like the doctor like really recommended it to her, like strongly recommended it to her. So then we started eating beef. So that shows like how our diet can like change with health options, like yeah. health problems as well. So. It was like also found that vegans actually had a 20% higher rate of having a stroke. And this is because there was a chemical called choline in um, meat and you can't really find it anywhere else. And it's really necessary for brain functions. 
and obviously vegans and vegetarians missed out on this, which, you know, raised the risk of... There's also, like, other challenges. Like, veganism is a great thing. I'm all for it. Like, but I think there's a lot of challenges that we don't see, like, that also come with being vegan. Because, like, vegan food is extremely expensive. Like, if you're going to, like... Like, if you're just eating vegetables, like, okay, whatever. But if you're including other and expanding your diet and, like, including lots of other exotic type of things, it's going to be expensive. So it might not be ideal for a person with a family. Like, for example, my family. That's true. And a lot of your families as well. Like, you cannot literally feed a whole family with a vegan diet, with an all-inclusive vegan diet on a budget. You can't. It's impossible. It's not going to happen. And I think that's one of another challenge as well. I think that's I think that's the thing about veganism is that it's often portrayed as like a lavish diet, like something that only like rich people can afford or something. You know what I, I would slightly disagree with that statement because like um uh, yeah, I like get what you mean. Because um there when you think about it, there is a large portion of our diets which are technically vegan. Like, say, you, you have, like, milk in the morning. You just replace it with, like, soy milk. And I wouldn't say that's, like, oh, yeah, or almond milk, whichever one is cheaper. And I wouldn't say it's that much more expensive than the milk that you usually buy, especially if you're buying, like, a name brand milk. And then, um, as well as that, if you want to, like, get meat um, that is, like, vegan meat, then I don't think that's that expensive because... Um, you can just, like, buy them at, like, the freezer aisle and they're just, like, in the frozen packets, like, like, blueberry packets. Well, like, yeah, but, like, for meat. On that account, that, like, I feel like the more popular veganism becomes, the cheaper the food will yeah. be able to afford because it will, yeah, more people will buy it. Yeah, and... And then it meat will be it will kind of the tables will turn, yeah. like meat will be really expensive. Also, but it's this is just a personal opinion, but like, hey, so the other day my dad like he bought some vegan prawns, right? And they actually tasted like real prawns. Like I was so surprised because it was so good. And yeah, that's just an example of like, how you can like yeah. And if things like. Things that are vegan taste like things that are like in like out um, animal diets and stuff. Then why wouldn't you like go vegan? Because there's like I mean mm. like except for like money and like living situations and social stuff like that. There's not really any reason to not like go for that food instead because it's just like it tastes like what you want it to taste like. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I went to. Uh, um... Oh, my old school was like a vegetarian canteen and they had like burgers but the meat was like plant-based and we had like sausages too and they actually tasted really good like I would recommend it to people and like my whole school agreed with it like no one was against like the alternatives and I think like that shows that maybe things can change yeah also we've got to be like mindful about like like, obviously, vegan food is not, like, from... It's it's obviously made, right? Like, vegan prawns. It's not actual prawns. So, we've also got to be really mindful. Like, if we are going to, like, mass um, advise a vegan, um, like, a diet, that you've got to be really careful about what companies are putting into the diet. 
and to the actual foods because that can be a massive problem because with like cosmetic with even with like cosmetics there's like now people are judging like what people are putting into those cosmetics same with vegan but instead we're actually ingesting those foods so we've got to be really careful around it because you you can't trust businesses it's not really then what i see really gross there's like people that are like vegan restaurants and then people like trick them and like give them actual meat and then which is ridiculous. people are like oh this is so good and they're like that's like it's it's, that's it's, it's so cool <laughs> like you, you shouldn't yeah. especially yeah. if it's because of their religion yeah. as well that's not it's and so it goes gross. like vice versa as well it's all about money like like you shouldn't you generally you just shouldn't trick other people into eating a diet that you have because like they might also have like um yeah. allergies and stuff that you don't know about mm-hmm. that's true So the last statement is there is a correct way to advocate veganism. I would say yes. Yeah, I completely agree. I would say there is. Yeah. 100%. Because yeah. we see so many peaceful protests. I don't I just I don't understand why it has to be so harsh, so destructive. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I think like you can just get like a celebrity support and that would make a huge Yeah, even change. that. Or like you can go on TV and, and stuff. Yeah, because there's so many show. celebrities that are vegan vegans, like and exactly. like when like with things like veganism, you shouldn't aim to like tear down other people's perspectives because like that's obviously not how you convince someone. Like no one's ever gonna agree yeah. with you if you're like screaming screaming at them and like completely blatantly disagreeing with you. You have to ease them into yeah. it. Like you either like I think one way that's really good is like encouraging people to try new vegan foods. And I think that's really positive mm. because if they enjoy that yeah. vegan food, they might try more vegan food. Like, that's just a more open way of yeah, doing yeah. it. Right, because mm. right now they're just going around saying, your diet's wrong, my diet's yeah. right. Yeah. And they're just mm. putting them down, like, which is, it's not going to work. Lifestyle. You can't just change someone's lifestyle like that. You've got to be, like, more, like, supportive and encouraging yeah. instead of forceful. I saw this um, video somewhere of, like, these people taking people on a vegan tour. So basically they just like take them around to places that have like good vegan products and um, that they, for like um, use. And then they also, at the end of the tour, they take them to this really good vegan restaurant and then they like um, buy them some food and things like that. And I think that's really good way of like people who are, like kind of interested in veganism but they don't really know what they can have and like what they're supposed yeah. to do so and yeah. the main thing is that if you're going to advocate for veganism you have to uh do it positively like the one that you just described Rishi, like that sounds like a positive experience like you have to instill positive experiences um related to veganism otherwise people are gonna be like veganism is a bad experience i don't want to do it you guys shouldn't do it either Like, the protests that were in Melbourne, which were really, like, harsh, they, like, closed down tram lines, 
they interrupted people's like morning commutes and they really enraged people like people swearing at them people like everyone hated them yeah. for doing that and no one supported the the reason they came no one even knew the reason they came they were just screaming at people telling them you know this this is the diet you should be doing this is what's happening yeah and it doesn't and, matter what you're doing it for if you're disrupting everyone's morning commute obviously people are going to get mad at you yeah they wouldn't even listen they'll just be like oh my god i'm trying yeah. to get to work and they'll be like you just ruined my whole day mm-hmm. and like they won't ever think of you in i won't ever think of light. veganism in a positive light yeah so thank you for listening to our podcast that's our take on veganism yeah hopefully yeah. we gave you more insight and more details about what veganism is and its like benefits and disadvantages. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 We hope you enjoyed this episode of How to Change the World, a podcast by the Year 10 students of the, the McRobertson Girls High School in Melbourne. Make sure you subscribe so that you don't miss the other episodes in this series. How to Change the World is produced on the lands of the Kulin Nations. Sovereignty was never ceded.